Welcome to another episode of Midwest Flyways podcast. Today, just Joey and me hanging out, but we do have a really cool interview kind of hangout sesh we did with the guys from... Oh, I get a face? (laughs) Yeah, we had a sick-ass hang sesh, dude. Yeah, dude. No cap. Bet. Hang sesh, man. Dude. You watching TikToks again? I don't don't think that's actually popular with the kids. (laughs) Hang sesh. I think I think that you are so old that you think that's still popular, and that's a bad age to be. So the thing is, is that my back is definitely old. Yeah, you know, but it's okay. We just got done rigging up a bunch of freaking floaters for we next did. year. Dear yeah. God. Yeah, but we're organized now. We're organized, guys. Yeah, and this is time very ever. important for Joey <laughs> because if he does not have a place to hang decoys as soon as he's home. He will never hang decoys. No. No, we had about four dozen floaters in the boat that were sitting in yeah. water. Not good. So then I took the bobcat, tipped it up. Anyway, it was a whole ordeal. It's so whole thing. There's an entire ecosystem in Joey's boat. That's actually true. Yeah. It's not even my boat. So that's good. Um, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Anyway, so this interview we did was still at the Die Bomb Squad Fest. I think we have two or three left after this We've one. We've got, oh, after this one, two more. We got two more after this one, so we did a total of four. This is with uh, two guys from Foul Feathers, Dan Gearhart and Jimmy Reske. Yep. And they're just two good old Southern Illinois boys, you know? now the, so, I don't know if it's Southern Illinois. Now, do they talk like this? Absolutely not. Yeah. They sound like they're more from Chicago. They definitely sound like they're from Chicago because they're <laughs> literally an hour from Chicago. Hour and a half. Whatever. Anyway. Regardless. Anyway. Super cool how... Um, Craig from Foul Feathers, the owner of it. And then these two guys like help facilitate a lot of the stuff in like the beginning year, but hearing how someone can lock down so much area in a state and then make money off of it, dude, while still maintaining good relationships with farmers and everyone from the hunt club and giving a lot of people an equal chance to kill birds where sure. everything in Illinois is leased. So I think you guys will enjoy this one. They're really it's, good dudes. It's like literally like nothing I had ever heard of before we went there and hunting with them. <clears throat> like when we got there, I, I still didn't really process like what it actually was. No, no idea. You know, I was like, I don't understand like what this is. But then like while we were there and listening to it getting explained to us, it, it literally blew my mind. And I'm like, how is this not in every state? Right. Now, that could be us being dumb. You know that. Yeah, no. That's probably definitely a portion of it. <laughs> I mean, it's at least 65%. It's a for good me. portion. It's a good portion. Yeah. But so we're dumb. Yeah, but also I feel like it was it was different. I mean, we're from Minnesota. Everybody here is hunting public or they got a farmer friend that they, you know, whatever. It's not like No one's snatching grabbing no. tens of thousands of acres right. throughout the state, north and south. Right. No way. And we still the other thing for us here is like which I know is different from some areas, um, we have we still have a lot of like small farms, oh, where it's lot. not like not like commercially farmed, you know, where it's not just like huge huge units, you know, it's still like a farmer owns these this thousand acres. Yeah, and a lot of times even less. Right, you know, couple hundred. But anyway, you, know. you guys, tell us what you think of this episode. Rate our podcast. Follow us on our social media, and hope you guys enjoy this one. <laughs> Business. First order of business is what? Jimmy, where in Hawaii are you from with all those tribal tats? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great question. Are you, a, are you from yeah, I think it needs to be answered. It's a small island in uh, Plainfield. 
Plainfield, Hawaii. <laughs> yeah, this is going to turn into that Adam Sandler situation and Mr. Deeds, Winchesterton Fieldville, Iowa. <laughs> oh, okay. <God>. Okay. <laughs> Just finding places. Where I broke my leg. Yeah, you exactly. The blue house that he finds later in the video. Okay. With the red door. Don't, don't push movie. me, dude. I'll go to Plainfield, Hawaii and find it. And the tire swing. <laughs> yeah, there's a tire swing out front. So, guys, we are down at the Dive Bomb Industries Squad Fest. The first year they've done it, and uh, so far... It's lit. Unbelievable. Unreal. Unreal. It's so much fun. Yeah. I can't believe how many people are here, dude. Been a blast so far. I can't I believe all the people I've met. Well, when we were talking to them before we came, they were like, well, maybe we'll have like three or f- you know, 400 Friday, and then who knows on Saturday. And I'm like, yeah, I guess. We'll see what happens. Dude. But... Unbelievable. Like, I mean, there's got to have been, what, two or 3,000 people that have come through so far, right? Mm-hmm. Just yeah. a steady stream, nonstop. Oh, yeah. Nonstop. I've never also, I've never seen so many people watching the calling contest. I've never seen so many co- people compete right. in the calling contest. 23 in the Novice Goose, 30 in Novice Duck. And we're not even at the Open yet. No. The Open's going to be a madhouse. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Well, the thing is, there's such unbelievable callers here that... Yeah, I mean, we've got Jimmy Reske here. Yeah. We've got Jimmy here. Never heard of them. <laughs> For those of you guys that don't know, these two boys are from Foul Feathers Hunt Club. We got Dan and Jimmy with us. We did a video with them a few years two back. Two videos. Yeah, we or did three. We did, yep, we made three videos. Three yeah. videos, three. and we three videos. them up, dude. Yeah, we did. We got Dan's kids in the video. <laughs> that's, their, that's their claim to fame. Dude. That is their claim to fame <clears throat> to this day is they got to be on YouTube with... Dr. J, Joey Vasello. Dr. J. <laughs> That's definitely not his name. And don't call him that anymore. <laughs> because Julius Irving deserves more respect than that. So I don't think, deserve, I don't Joey, res- I think Joey's getting up there. Thank you. Got that kind of respect oh, for me. Thank you. That's incredible. See, now I know who my real friends are. Yeah, that's good for you, man. That's okay. You have two. I have two. <laughs> They're right here. And then after this is all downhill. Oh, God. No, so, you, guys, you guys took us out on some unbelievable hunts out in uh, Joliet, uh, Illinois, right. not Illinois. That's right. Illinois. No S. No S. Don't and, roll the uh, S. It's a silent S. That's right. And, That's you know, so all funny. of them have just buku bands on their lanyards. You know, they're like, we're for sure shooting a band while you're here. So much fun going down there. First of all, now, did we drink too much while we were there? Yes. Of course. Did we have way too much fun while we were there? Yeah. Yes. But you guys showed us a hell of a time. And I'm so pumped that you guys are on the podcast with us because I just miss you guys, honestly. Well, see, yeah. that's what it's about right there, right? See, we killed, we, we, we did kill a good number of birds, but I think the most valuable thing we gained, we gained from all that was the friendships, right? Totally. We're still talking here, what, it's yeah. been three years, I think, mm-hmm. since you guys came down and, yep. and hunted with us, but pick up just like it was yesterday. So yeah, man. Well, I'll get the random fuck you on Instagram. Yeah, from time to time I'll send those. <laughs> I've, been known, I've been known to send those from time to time. <laughs> For sure. I haven't talked to Dan in two and a half years. Hey, Joey, hey, fuck you. Fuck I'm like, oh, oh okay. Yeah. Perked his, ears up. Perked his ears up. That's and, right. And that's the kind of respect that gets you Dr. J. That's right. Yeah. yeah. See? 100%. Don't make me start rapping on the podcast. I will. Do. Unbelievable. You no, yet, I mean, you should. I was talking to somebody earlier and they were telling me while they were here talking to everybody that it's like, it's literally the easiest thing in the world to become best friends with other people that hunt waterfall. Hands down. You right? know, it's a true brotherhood, right? Yeah. Everyone gets out there. You're grinding next to the guy next to you in the morning, and then you get to reap the, you know, the you get to reap the rewards of all your effort. And there's not a lot of things that you can go out there and do that with, right? For so, sure, it's well, easy teammates, right? You know? And if you like him enough, you're not grinding next to him. Then you start grinding on him. Dude. Ah, yeah, yeah. So depends on how cold depends it is. Depends on what kind of guy you are. You know, That's right? Doctor J it's here. 2021. So I don't judge. I mean, right. Jimmy, it is. <laughs> yeah, 
No, I mean, you grind a little bit. Yeah, it, it doesn't it doesn't matter what background you're from. You know, if you're from Plainfield, Hawaii, or you know, right. Manchesterton Field, Ville, Iowa. I mean, if you like to kill birds, then oh we can God. be friends. Damn right, damn right. So There's funny. Of places you can do that. So, guys, foul feathers has grown a lot. A little bit. A little bit. Who's foul feathers though? Never heard of those guys. Never heard of it. You ever heard of them guys? No. Heard huh. they're pretty ugly, but yeah. yeah. You know, other than that. No, it's a explain what Foul Feathers Hunt Club is for everyone on the podcast, would you? James, why don't you take this one? James. Dan, I think this is all you. Let's right, take I'll it away. In. All right. So Foul Feathers, uh boy. For those of you guys who know us and love us, right? You guys get it. But there's a lot of there's a lot of <laughs> misconceptions out there about who we are and what we do. See, I've heard more hate than good. Of course. Everyone hates the guys who are killing birds. That's how it goes, there right? You go. But there you, go. you know, our group is it's essentially a co-op of roughly 200 plus guys <laughs> who, you know, all go in together to lease properties from basically the northernmost border of Illinois and Wisconsin down to, you know, parts of central Illinois, right? So, we're really fortunate in that um, <clears throat> you know, the gentleman who runs the club, Craig Kowalski, <laughs> Craig Kowalski is an absolute animal. I've never once in my life seen a guy like him who can go out and earn permissions on properties, right? So, like anyone who you know, anyone here who is who's ever duck hunted or tried to get permission on a property, we've all gone and knocked on doors. I know oh, yeah. for me, prior to joining Foul Feathers, I was putting on anywhere between two thousand and thirty five hundred miles every single season, just knocking on doors in your acres, area alone. In my area alone, just getting no after no after no after no right. after no. And then uh, I think it was twenty fourteen. I get a phone call at ten o'clock at night. Craig Kowalski, I'm like, what the hell is this going on here? All right, better pick it up. I know because I knew who he was yeah. too, like duck hunting chat and stuff like that, where a lot of us kind of came up, right? Yeah. And uh, he's like, "Hey, Dan, uh, what's going on, man? Nothing, Craig. It's pretty fucking late. What do you want, man?" He's like, "Well, thinking about starting a duck club. You want in?" There was not even a second hesitation for me. Yes, was was my me was my yeah. immediate answer there, right? Because again, I you know I, being online with these guys and just seeing, uh, you know, knowing the struggle that I that I went through to try to earn permission on properties and having to grind it out in public <coughs> land and having you know more success than your average, right? Because yeah. I've been doing it for a while. Well, put down thirty five hundred miles a well, year, yeah. especially out there hope. too, where everything's leased. Yeah, every there's, right. there's not a whole lot of public ground, is there? No, no, no. In the public land, it's. It's a it's a fucking boat race. You guys seen the you guys seen the boat races down in Arkansas, right? And yeah. Oh yeah. Of course. I swear a lot, so I'm just going to start by. No, that's by all good. Saying Actually, that. okay. This is all an right. uncensored podcast. All You're right. All good. good. But uh, you know, have, having been in the boat races in the morning and camping out on islands in the Mississippi River, Yikes. you know, to, to to kill six ducks maybe between six guys. Right. <laughs> you know that yeah. that grind got kind of. I won't say it got old, but. I knew there was better out there, and uh, you know Craig was certainly living that life. And for him to reach out to me and ask if I wanted to be one of the you know founding members of his club was an absolute honor to me. And uh, you know the way that I look at it, I try to make sure that I'm giving back to you know to that club and and what it stands for every time that I go out. So yeah, uh, you know w- what's really great about our group is that we all kind of have our own jobs, right? So my one of my jobs is uh, you know part you know being one of the scouts, right? My job is to get out and find the birds during the season and, uh, you know, make sure that we're on them. And, you know, it's a lot easier to do it within, you know, 20, 30 minutes of my house <laughs> than, oh, it yeah. is, than it is to drive, you know, two and a half hours one way just to hope that we're going to get birds and 100%. hope that there's not sky busters out there. Um, you know, and Foul Feathers certainly gives us that opportunity. So, yeah. uh, as I had mentioned, we we do quite well, but it's not by accident. It is 100% through the work that we put in for sure. And when you, you know, when you're having that type of success and guys are seeing the, the numbers and the piles and the bands and everything that we're putting up, you're going to invite some hate, right? For and sure. Because everybody wants to go out and have that type of success, but most guys aren't willing to put in the work. And those are the guys who open their mouths. So, yeah. you know, to those guys, we, 
kindly salute him. But yeah. uh, it's, it's, it's amazing how many of those guys end up joining the club <laughs> at a later date, uh, you know, taking back all the pretty rude things that they said about, you know, right. us stealing their property and stealing their permission when in reality they were probably trespassing. <laughs> yeah, for <laughs> you sure. You know, not getting permission from the actual owners. So, right? here, so here's my deal. Every time I've talked about, hey, man, you got to come out and hunt in Illinois, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's like, no, if I'm going out to Illinois... I mean, I mean, hopefully someday I can get an invite from Hunter Grounds. Probably not. But <laughs> if I'm going Probably to Illinois, not. I'm going to be hunting with the Grounds family or you guys. And then when I bring up your name, they go, oh, fuck those guys. And I'm like, why? They're like, well, my grandpa had permission on this land for my grandpa. 30 years. Probably. For 30 years. And then we get a phone call from the farmer. <laughs> Cody's just <laughs> making faces at me. And then we get a, a phone call from the farmer and says, hey, you know, these guys are paying this much now they're leasing the field and they get mad. And so it's like, right. What do you say to those people? You know, like that, that's the only bad thing that I've heard about foul feathers. Like they're taking away land that we've hunted for years and all that. So like, what would you say to those people other than like boo hoo, uh, other like, than survival of the, you know, fittest. like, cause no, that's the only bad thing that I've heard about these leasing clubs in Illinois is they're just taking up all the ground they're making for the everyday average waterfowler harder to kill their birds. Yeah. Uh, see, that's where I disagree in every facet of you know of, of the word right help me out they, they say that it's it's taking away from the everyday hunter who do you guys think we are right right you're everyday really hunter. Exactly. really good looking guy yeah, yeah, right in, in addition <laughs> to being some of the best looking waterfowlers you've ever seen in your life <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know we're, we're your everyday waterfowl not to right? toot my own well, horn and but. humble at that but yeah see but that that's it that just goes to show you um you know, we're not the guys who are out there going and stealing people's property it's these are properties that you didn't, you know, either you either you didn't have permission. Well, I take that back. Either you had permission from your farmer's uncle's neighbor's cousin, right, who wasn't the landowner. Yeah. Or you were trespassing, which is 99.9% of what was going on with or these guys. Or your grandpa had permission, which doesn't mean your family has permission forever. Yeah, I don't know about you guys. I don't, I don't, no one has permission. None of my grandpa's uh, friends have permission to come and take a shit in my bathroom at my house. Yeah. You know, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm not handing that out. I do. Maybe, maybe Joey, maybe Joey. But, uh, you know, th that's, that's, that's it, right? And the guys that you see that are complaining the most are the guys who would hunt exactly one property all season, every day, Go there, burn it out. Wonder why you know. Wonder why they're not killing birds. Yeah. And then when we kind of take over those properties, right? We, yeah. we we hunt them right. We allow the birds to find them. We allow the birds to get comfortable there. And then we come in and have lights out hunts, right? Yeah. But that's not by accident. And, right. It's again, managed. Yeah. It's hundred percent managed. And that's again why I say, uh, you know, there's a lot of guys out there who may have negative things to say, but they're the. the the guys who have negative things to say are exactly those people. You, people you think who are not it's misunderstood? It's one hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, name. I, I challenge you guys to find someone who has come and hunted with us as part of this club that has something negative to say. Right, Derek. Derek for real? No, I'm just. I just named a name. <laughs> he just made up a name, and he's like, "Oh shit!" Right, the one guy. Jim, I'll shut up. What do you have to say about it, man? What you're paying to maybe lease a field by yourself? You put that into the club. You can hunt multiple fields. Sure. And that, that is the most positive thing now. You can hunt from northern Illinois all the way to central Illinois. Sure. Yeah. So you're saying instead of you having one field as a collective, now you have a chance to hunt a bunch of fields. Yeah. Yep. And it's weird to me, too, that like people would hate and not be like, how can I become a part of this? What, what do you, you know mean, what I mean, bro? I understand 100% how people could hate because people no, are lazy. I, I know. Yeah. I'm saying I get why they do hate. I'm saying, but you've got to also eventually say, well, this isn't going to end. Okay, so what am I going to do? You know, yeah. you're not going to beat out Craig Kowalski for fields in that area. So, 
no, either be a part of it or quit whining about it. There's you know? levels to this shit, though, right? Like in everything, you have your 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 beginning, you know, your beginners level. Then you have the guys who sort of get it, and then you have the guys that actually do this. Yeah, right. Your beginners are the ones who are doing a lot of the complaining, trying to get permission through permission through permission from you know someone that they don't even know. Then you have the guys that sort of get it. They go out there, they'll lease one property, right? And then you have the guys like us who have been there and done that. And like Jimmy said, it's it's kind of like a co-op, right? Where everyone throws in normally what you would pay for a lease for one property. Well, that's what I was going to ask. What is the average deal? And I'm sure it'll go up every year, but like, what is it like now for next season? Well, you know, I I have trouble speaking to that. You know, I, I would honestly probably pass the number over, you know, over to Craig. But I can tell you, on average, I, I, well, uh, here's here's what I'll say. On average, you're going to pay less to shoot a season's worth of limits hunting with foul feathers than you will to hunt, you know, a three days with some of the top names in, in the industry, right? Mm-hmm. Where, you're, where you're literally getting three days of maybe you'll shoot So it's limits. like a couple grand? Yeah. Well, I, again, I won't put a number to it. But well, no one's because, holding your well, feet to the fire. Yeah, it's just, it's not know? my business, you know, meaning I don't own the business, so I don't want to you know, increase or decrease the stock there for them. But um, the, for the people like myself and Jim who have been part of this club basically since the start, I'm getting a fucking screaming deal. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> if you you know if, if you just think about right the quality of the hunts that we have and the, the yeah, oh, number yeah. of places that we go, you would pay a significant amount of money to go and have you know one of those hunts somewhere, right? But we get to experience it through, throughout the entire season. Yep. Um, oh, because you guys bang them. Yeah, you guys okay. do really well. Yeah, now, do does that make do okay. me mad and jealous? Yeah. How many birds did you guys shoot last year? Oh, boy, I'd have to look at the numbers, but I want to say it was what sixty five hundred, Jim. Right around that, maybe more. Over six thousand. Yeah, it was yeah. over six thousand. And how many bands do you guys shoot? <laughs> Another number you're trying to find well, in your head. Yeah, it's like seventy, eighty every year, isn't it? No. Or is it forty, fifty? No, oh, no, more than yeah, that. I, I, well, yeah, it, it varies every year. I would say and this is with within like two hundred some people. Yeah, mm. yeah. You know, there's you know, again, we're very that we're very, very, very fortunate in everything that we have and everything that we do, um, and the experiences that we have. Uh, and, and, you know, being part of this club and Craig's efforts have put us in a position to be successful yeah. like that. And, and uh, that's why you pay what you do, right? That's why you pay what you do. And it, anytime guys see stuff like that on social media, <laughs> everyone's going to be like, well, why the hell? Am, why, you know, why am I not killing these kinds of birds? Yeah. Why am I not killing these, you know, these, yeah. these kinds of bands? And, you know, F those guys who are, right? But that's just the, the, that's the, 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 the angst within the guys who, you know, are limited <laughs> in what they do and don't have the experience and willingness to go out there and, you know, put themselves out there and say, hey, can I be a part of this with you guys, right? Because yeah. one, you know, one rule we try to abide by at, at Foul Fathers is we, we don't invite assholes. If you're an yeah. asshole, you're not going to fit in here. So right? you, do, you do have group passes then, or like guest passes, yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah. Members do have guest passes um, <clears throat> that, that you can use at, at, at your discretion, right? We do have some limitations, right? So there's certain properties that are very high value, you know, very high don't, risk. Don't fuck it up. Correct. That's, yeah. where, we're, that's where we're not going to bring Highly guests. manicured. Highly manicured. Just very specific rules on the right. field, correct. that type of shit. Very okay. incorrect, because <laughs> it, that's, that's, that's the entire, that's the whole level that Craig deals with, that... 98% of members don't get is yeah. he's the one on the back end dealing he's with managing all, all with all the people with all the with all the landowners and all the you know the Hunters. members who yeah. who sometimes don't make the best decisions yeah you know I've been out in the field with them shit I was in the field with them. we were in the field with them uh just this past season we're out there just 
crushing birds, right? It's it's seven thirty, eight o'clock in the morning when it's prime time, right? Birds are working us, working us, working us. Yep. Craig's phone is blowing up. So he's having to take a phone call from, you know, a hunter on, on a piece of property saying, oh, someone called the, uh, you know, the, the police from this specific area on us and they're trying to kick us off. You know, meanwhile, Craig has the entire repository of, uh, you know, statutes for every single one of the municipalities that, that we hunt in, you know, to get on the line with sometimes the mayor of the town to say, look, uh, you know, by this specific statute that you guys voted into law, you know, that uh, and, and these laws supersede your your local laws, the the, the laws uh, mandated by the IDNR, right, our yeah. National Fish and Wildlife Service, they kind of supersede yours, and he, he's, he's fighting those battles every day, right? So, dude, that... That, that blows my mind. Fuck that. You guys, that's what I'm saying. And that, that blows my mind. Yeah, so, when we were hunting with you guys, here's what blew my oh, fucking yeah. mind. We go to that sod field, mm-hmm. and I'm like, can we actually hunt here? And everyone's like, yeah, <laughs> man, yeah, man. So we're, then we you know, start hunting, geese start flying, and the second that you like blow one cluck, before you blow your second cluck, it echoes off the subdivision and comes back in your face, and you're like, we are way too fucking close. To this we're in a Is this legal? Is this legal, dude? And everyone's like, yeah, dude, it's fine. And Craig's like, yeah, statute number. I'm like, yeah. oh, my God. <laughs> See, but that's, dude, that's, that's the type of guy he is. He has all that knowledge, and he has to be on all the time. Yeah. Right? So he's, he's just he's, he's a different human being, right? There, there's a, you, oh, he, you, you oh he's type him. A, dude. It, one, and you have to be. Oh, right? yeah. Well, to doing what he does? Doing. Oh my god! Is he full time at Foul Feathers now? Well, in, he's full time in addition to his actual. Is life. he still a dispatch? Yeah, he's he he does that, um, but he's also a family man, right? So he right. has two little girls at home and a wife, and he's in the process of building a new home right now oh, too. Of course he is. So uh, just think about us, right? It gets stressful enough just going out there trying to kill birds. Yeah. But to have a guy out there who is running a club for you, yep. right? Dealing with all of the member issues, dealing with all the owners dealing with all the social media and all the hate that comes along with that. Yeah. There's a, a lot, there's, there's guys out there who are a lot lesser human beings that would have folded under that and just said, F it, I'm out of here, you know, but that's not who Craig is, you know, because he, he sees the bigger picture here and he believes in it. And, you know, it's his legacy that he's leaving behind. Right. Cause yeah. there's no one else really in the country that is doing what he's doing. Right. No. And especially in the Midwest, name one of their, you know, there's, I can't think of anyone else that, that gives you the wide range of opportunities that you he are, gives you. Foul Feathers is the first place that I've ever heard of. I was Same like, oh, here. my God, we should do that in fucking Minnesota. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, like, when I went there, I was like, how is this not everywhere? Yeah. Well, th- here's the other thing, too. I didn't even talk about the website, right? The website oh, that he right. ran, yeah. that it's he's badass. developed from the ground up, and yeah. just the investment that he's made in that. Dude, the guy is, is you know, just out of this world. So there's Talk a about lot- it real quick. Yeah, right? Well, so... As a, in addition to everything that I talked about, right, there is the back end to all this, which is the website that we as that, that we as users, um, uh, you know, have access to to you know let us figure out what property we're going to hunt. There's a whole drawing process that goes into it, right? And he hand built that on the back end, so he did all the IT work, right? I've been begging him to outsource that to somebody yeah. to you know take it off of his plate because to the guy Manila. doesn't sleep. Yeah, yeah. somebody, right? To the but, Philippines. But yeah. he's you know he's the type of guy where he cares that much to where he doesn't want to offload it to someone and have them fuck you know screw it up. So, so let's so let's do this here. I'm Joe Schmo, and I want to hunt a certain field. Mm-hmm. What do I do if I want to hunt? If I'm a part of the club. What do I do? Because I thought this was so fucking cool. Here's what I'll tell you. First and foremost, scout. 
That's the see. We're not we're, the, the, another misconception of this club is that guys think you just wake up, go to any field, and kill birds. Yeah. All right. The, the the reason we have the number of fields that we do, and the reason that we do the things that we do, is because birds move. Everyone gets it, right? And in the areas that we hunt, they're not exactly low pressure. There's a lot of pressure yeah, around yeah. there. Cool. You know, this guy's banging on them all day, every day, in, in yep. so many you know so many of the areas. So. Um, <clears throat> First and foremost, go find the birds. Once you find the birds, try to find a plan B and a plan C, which is what we often do because you don't know what the weather's going to look like. You go in, you put your actual field picks into, uh, you know, the draw before, what is it? Your before field? noon, Jim, I think. Yep, before yeah, noon. before noon every day. You have to put in, the, all right, these are the three fields that I want to hunt, right, for the, for the next day. You put them into the drawing, and uh, at 6 o'clock the drawing comes around, and it is randomly, you know, of everyone that's out there, you know, you're randomly assigned a, a position from 1 to you know, 135 sometimes, right? <laughs> Depending upon how many guys are, are going to yeah. be out, like, you know, Thanksgiving, Christmas, opening day, everybody and their mother wants to be out there, right? Right. Um, <clears throat> and, you know, once you get your specific spot, you have, it'll go down, it'll go in order, right? So 99.9% of the time, if there's a super hot field, guys are going to know about it, right? So everyone and their mother is going to want that field first, right? So you'll see some guys, they'll pick that first, Um but there's, again, a lot of guys who only have a plan A. So, know, like, or, you go to the website, and you go to a map. Yeah. And you say, I want to hunt that plot. Yep. And then you're in for a draw. Yeah. You pick, th- you pick three. So, pick one, two, and three, just in case you're not in the top ten yep. in the drawing, right? You'll, you'll be able to get your second or third option. Yep. Um, and a lot of times, you know, in, in a lot of cases, you're not going to get the first pick, right? You're not going to get the first pick. And so, what happens then is you then have the opportunity, depending upon who's hunting that field, right? If, if, if the, the, the person... If someone gets, uh, you know, first pick, right, they pick the field you want to hunt with, but if there's only one or two people there, right, you then have the opportunity after 6 p.m. to go and do what's called an open registration where you can reach out to that guy who got the first pick and say, hey, I see there's only two of you guys. We have six open positions in that field. Can we come join you guys in that field? And, again, the guys in, in Foul Feathers, like we said, we, for the most part, don't bring in assholes. They're going to welcome you with open arms, right? And especially for our group, Jim, you know, they know that we're the ones who are finding these birds. They know we're pretty decent at what we do from, yeah. a, from a calling yeah, yeah, yeah. perspective. And then if you, if, you have, if you have an amazing dog like Jimmy's Raven here, um, you know, there's very few guys who will turn down the opportunity to hunt over a dog like that, right? And, uh, well, you know, it ends up benefiting everyone, right? So it's not just – there's certain times you can say, no, F off. I just want to hunt this field by myself and – it's kind of is what it is, but um, you know our our members don't really do that. They'll welcome so, guys in. So very organized, very 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 organized. And yeah, I, I got to shut up, Jim. You have to talk. Oh, you're doing good, man. <laughs> Just keep going. Keep you're going. killing it, you're dude. Tell us about it, your dog. My dog. Yeah. Oh, her name's Raven. She uh, she's three years old. Little black lab. You're yep. constantly training her on Instagram. I All love day, it. Every day. Like every day. Just making sure she's prime. So you're young. Goes. Don't have a whole lot going on. Is that what I'm hearing? Oh, I'm getting married soon. So oh shit! Congrats! Yep. It's actually on uh, opening day of duck season in oh, Illinois. Oh, you're an idiot. Yeah, I tried to strangle him several times for this, but but the the agreement is I get to hunt on opening day before my wedding. So that's pretty <laughs> that's pretty huge. <laughs> that works out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. kind of works out. That's pretty cool. So I'm trying to get Raven to come to the wedding too, but I don't think that's gonna happen with the, with the ring bearer. Yeah, yeah that's, that's where the I, ring's gonna come from, Jim. You gotta get out in the uh, field that day. That's Slap what I her. Just bring her right right from the hunt. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome, dude. That's cool. So you're not moving, though. You're staying in Illinois? Yeah. Oh, yeah. When We bought a house last year, so we are staying for a while. Yeah. Good for you, man. That's awesome, man. Well, guys, thank you so much for coming on. Absolutely. Appreciate you. Really appreciate the knowledge and information about your area. That's um, cool, man. It's different. I think it's what you guys do is cool It's really shit. cool. Yeah. yeah. And, and you, you know guys what? are both beautiful human Fuck beings. Haters. 
that, what, what else can you do? We oh, we let our results do the talking. That's right? right. You know, Craig Craig has a saying. He's like, you know, work hard in silence. Let your results do the talking. And that's exactly what we do. Yeah. Right? Unless you're an asshole, then we'll throw it in your face. <laughs> uh, but, guys, I think next time, I appreciate you guys having us, but we, we got to sit down and talk ammo and reloading the next, uh, next oh, go around. No. So if you guys I'm good back, on that, we'll, but thanks. We'll dig in on that. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> good on that. Fine pass. No, we can't wait to come back at some point and see you guys again. Well, we got to have you guys. You guys got to come up you know? and, yeah. Well, especially sure. with you moving to Florida, Dan, oh. you're going to need to travel. Oh, boy. Here we Unless go. Unless you like shooting redheads on the coast. I do, actually. I'm, I've not shot a Drake redhead yet, so I'm looking forward to that. Oh, Some my God. Black-bellied whistling ducks. Why did we ducks? have this fucking guy on our podcast if he's oh, never boy. shot a redhead? Get Blingers. out. Get out. I shot a hen. I haven't shot a Get Drake yet. out. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Everyone, if you're not following us on Instagram, YouTube, social media, please do that now. And Joey has one more thing he wants to say. But also, uh-huh. this is one of at least four yeah. other podcasts that we're doing here at the Die Bomb Squadcast. Yep. So be sure to tune into the other ones. We're going to have some amazing guests other than these two beauties. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you guys. Talk Thanks so you. much. That was, re- I mean, dude, those guys are so fun. Well, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. They're such fun dudes. Jimmy, Jimmy's so quiet, but when you hunt with him, I feel like he's not. I don't remember him being that quiet. I know. It's weird because I'm like, when I'm hunting with you, you're not that quiet. But then in the, I don't know, I think it was maybe just a podcast thing. Maybe. You know, you're in the headphones and it's all of a sudden you're like, <laughs> oh boy, I'm on a podcast. It is a thing. It is. People get a little weird out at every once in a while, weirded out every once in a while, but. Some people do, yeah. It takes them a minute to like realize that they can just kind of talk normal. Yeah, but what's interesting is he was getting filmed in Illinois, and I feel like that would make people shut up a lot more. But, I mean, I mean, he wasn't really talking on film, though, either, but he was still himself in the blind. But then when we put him on the podcast, he's just like. No, they're the best dudes. And, dude, we had so much fun after the hunt with those guys. Oh, my God. It was a blast. Jimmy's the one that got us to go out to the bar. I know. He's bar god. Because, yeah, dude, we were like. He was single at the yeah. time, too, so he was on the prowl. It was only, like, three of them. That were like willing, that wanted to go to the bar. Mark, Eric, and Jimmy. No, Eric couldn't go. He wasn't twenty-one. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, he he definitely came. No, out No, it's Cody Kowalczyk. Oh my god, yeah. Cody and his girlfriend and Jimmy, and then yeah, we went out to eat with those guys, but then they didn't come to the bar. Mm. It was just like us and Connor stayed back. Yeah. It was just like me and you and Cody Kowalczyk and Jimmy Resky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Could, by the way, Cody's been just slamming. Dude, that Bow kid fishing. crushes carp. Oh my god, crushes! He'll carp. send me like he sent me like a ten pound goldfish the other day. Dude, he like, what the fuck? He is crushing. That's crazy. Carp, I love that. Yeah, it's that's fun. so cool. No, but you know, all the guys from Foul Feathers, you guys always have a place to come to Minnesota if you want to hunt or if you want to meet up in North Dakota, whatever. Because I know a lot of those guys make a trip out there every year. Yeah. So. You're always uh, welcome to stop in for a beer and hang, <clears throat> maybe do a podcast, who knows. Dude, and, was that uh, like our first trip? Uh, I think that was our first trip that we went on. Really? I think I think so. I think we went there before we went to Wade. The first time. You think so? Yeah, because I think we went to Darren first. That was like our first trip. That was our first was official the DNA. trip. Yeah, and yeah. then I think our second trip was to Foul Feathers. Hmm. I'm pretty sure that was our first out-of-state trip, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of cool. That is pretty cool. So they hold such a special place in my heart. Yeah, they do. Oh, my God. Yeah. No, those dudes are the greatest guys, <coughs> and Craig is a fucking genius. He is a genius. Yeah. He's, he's actually really fun to talk to. Oh, yeah. As well. He talks professionally every day. Yeah. 911, what's your emergency? 
Yeah. No, he's a, he's a great dude, and yeah, had a blast with them. But, well, dude, we've been rigging up these decoys. What have you been working on before season gets going? Uh, I'm going to, you know, I said I was going to try to do a routine for Dive Bomb, but Simon Carlson and I are going to meet up twice a week and put together a two-man routine for mm, Goose. For Game Fair? Yeah. Damn. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I got to I gotta just go up there and do it. Is that the first weekend, then? Uh, Oh. Yeah. Yeah, because remember I just texted you and yeah. that thing you... So, you guys, <laughs> guys, I'm doing a youth calling seminar in Wisconsin. Dive Bomb sponsoring it. We're sponsoring it. And a couple other people are sponsoring it, whatever. And uh, I'm doing, like, a youth waterfowl seminar with some other people there. And there's, like, a banding thing going on as well. And when I said yes to it, I didn't realize it was the second week in a game fair. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I think it's just far enough that I don't... It's on that Saturday, isn't it? Yeah, it's like four and a half hours away. Shit. Well, then I probably won't be able to compete in no. game fair. <laughs> yeah, you can't. Because it's the second weekend that they do the calling contest. Yeah. I think ducks first. Yeah. First weekend. So maybe I'll put together a duck routine then. Yeah. Maybe I'll put together a meat duck. I don't even remember if they do that at game fair, though. No, and I think we just found out, too, we're going to have a uh, merch booth. Not a Well, not a booth. We'll have a merch rack at Scott's booth at yep. Mulkier. We're going to be doing podcasts there again. Yep. So if any other podcasts want to come and, you know, copy us, go ahead. Yeah, go yeah. ahead and do that. So just, you heard it here fo- here fo- first, folks. And wow. Yeah, you we've heard been it here first, folks. You know, we've been getting copied by their podcasts. And that's and that's totally fine. And yeah, it's fine. Now we now we met these podcasts and they're really cool dudes. Yeah, no, For they're sure. definitely cool dudes. They just, they happen to use the same stuff that we use That's when great. we come out with the first. It's fine. But no, so we're going to be at Game Fair selling merch, doing podcasts. Yep. We'll be at the Mulkier booth that's at the top of Waterfowl Hill. We got our Walmart booth set up now. Yep. Yep, Scott <laughs> Scott sent us the dive bomb high and dry. We had a fucking tent and a goddamn wood table with a Molt Gear sign on the table made of paper. Well, office paper. Scott didn't send that uh, nope. to us. No, no. Dive bomb had that. Dive bomb printed a piece of paper nothing. from Microsoft Word saying Mulkier. Yeah, and taped it to the table. And Scott sent us with a box of calls, and that's it. <laughs> now, could we have sold way more calls? Yes. Yeah, if we had more triumphs, more refluxes for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but did we go to Walmart and just like rig together a booth that was pretty dope? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looked pretty good. It did. It didn't look bad. I mean, it wasn't a nice booth. Wasn't bad. Booth. It was nice because me and you were in it. There you go. Yeah, we had fun at our booth. We did have when, a lot of fun when I was in there. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> which was like for one hour. Good job, dude. <laughs> for the entire weekend. yeah, you killed it, dude. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, you well, killed anyway. it at the booth. <clears throat> well, anyway, guys, go and check out Foul Feathers on Instagram. They're really good dudes, and they post some. Pre- they kill a lot of cool. bands. They kill so many bands. They shoot so many geese. Yeah. Would they kill eight thousand last year? No. Six. Six thousand, something like that. Six thousand geese in a year. That's a lot. That's a lot. You know? So that's pretty good. Those are those are some pretty good numbers there in in a heavily residential area. Yeah, those guys crush. Go check them out. They're fun to hang out with too. Appreciate it. We definitely got more of these coming out. So don't wait on it, because it'll be a couple weeks here and we'll have a couple more out. Um make sure to please leave us a damn review. I mean, you don't even have to write anything. Just put five stars. I mean, we know it's five stars. Just yeah. put the five stars. I'm looking at all these other podcasts, and they've got like a thousand to twelve hundred. Now I know we've only been doing this a year, guys. That's fine, but you guys have shown massive support. Now we need your support in other ways, and this is actually easier than buying merch 
coming and saying hi to us at shows, all that other stuff. You just literally click five star. Just click five stars. That's it. It's so easy. Anyway. Anyway, guys, appreciate you. We'll talk to you soon.